Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener on our private feed where you'll have ad-free episodes and join us in Zoom meetups to meet other listeners of our podcast community. Go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes. What I saw was an opportunity to use all of that information that I had collected over my years in education before I decided to like tap into tech to now create a company that combined both of these fields to serve the need that society was calling for right now. My name is Esprit Devora, host of the Women in Tech show. The show means a lot to me. The reason why I wanted to create the Women in Tech show is I wanted to create a positive piece of content, something where people can listen and say, if she can do it, so can I. Hi, this is Raina Anderson from Her Tech Hustle. The Women in Tech podcast has been one of my favorite podcasts to listen to for close to a year now. Esprit does a wonderful job at showcasing women that are paving a way in the tech community. It is very inspiring to hear all of their stories. This is a wonderful platform for women to look to for motivation and empowerment. You can connect with me on LinkedIn at Reina, R-E-I-N-A, Anderson, A-N-D-E-R-S-O-N. If you too want to connect and collaborate with more incredible women in tech, remember you can go to the Women in Tech Facebook group at womenintechvip.com. That's womenintechvip.com. The best business resource I have is my mentor's private Facebook group. I've never found a community that cares more about one another's success. It inspired me to create the same thing for podcasters. If you're a tech company or startup looking to grow your podcast audience, I created GetPodcastListeners.com, a private group specifically to discover how other podcasters have grown their audiences so we could do the same. Check out GetPodcastListeners.com. That's GetPodcastListeners.com. I'm not sure if I mentioned this already, but, you know, we all have our pandemic hobby, like something that we've all taken up in the pandemic. For me, that's been Spanish lessons. There's a site called italki that I learned from my friend Benny Lewis, who speaks multiple languages, and it has been phenomenal. And I have lessons on Tuesdays and Thursdays with a guy in Mexico who's awesome named Brandon. He's amazing. We've become friends. And I am completely improving my Spanish. I was hoping that I would be fluent by the end of the year. I don't think I will be, but it's my favorite hours of the week, my Spanish lessons. And eventually I will be fluent and he's a great teacher and very patient. Yeah, I recommend it. It's italki.com. And uh, if you take up language lessons, because they do all sorts of language where you could learn from a native speaker, let me know how it goes for you. All right. Bye. Enjoy the episode. Welcome back. My name is Rachel Espiritu, director at Toolbox LA, and I'm your guest host on today's episode. Toolbox LA is Southern California's largest innovation lab. So, so excited to feature our guest today. Very awesome. Christina Williams, founder and CEO of Unpacking. Welcome to the show. 
Thank you. So excited to be here to dive in. Yes. Awesome. So yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. Absolutely. So I'm Christina Ashley Williams. I'm the founder and CEO of Unpacking. As part of my responsibilities as founder and CEO, it's my job to lead the vision in how we are able to spread this cultural competency across age demographics, across industries, and also to speak the language that is interdisciplinary and attracts all people from all walks of life and all professional backgrounds. And so what we're really excited about is that our innovative curriculum incorporates interaction, gamification. It's not the stale corporate training that's like cold and super boring and you just have to do it to like check a status quo check mark off of a list so you all get some like cooties or some like promo like points right kudos yeah (laughs) kudos points myself as a leader I come from an interdisciplinary background both in education where I specifically focused on critical race theories in my practice and my research along with human-centered design where in my work with design thinking I've been trained to lead with empathy as we're creating system structures, products, marketing plans, recruitment processes, etc. And so where I have the real opportunity here is being able to speak the language across different disciplines to meet folk where they're at and also exchange work and information that's going on outside of the silos that we tend to, to work in. I'm really excited about the fact that I'm able to integrate my background working with youth education in alignment with what we're doing with our business and like corporate partnerships because the education system is insufficient for the youth that are going through it, that were all mandated to go to a public school, right? It's illegal to not go to school, but like that school is also indoctrinating us to understand the world. And so where I get the opportunity to lead is tapping into my knowledge of like these greater hidden curriculums and this huge body of work of academic literature, just like practice that tons of educators, researchers, whatever have been been doing for years and tie that into creating new learning and unlearning opportunities for youth. And then the same regard, so planting those seeds early from them, but then in the same regards, catching the adults that have a need now to kind of play catch up in that learning and unlearning because, you know, they're just older Hence in the, the name unpacking. Unpacking. Going back, so right? much. That's, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the name, the name says it all. So are you self-funded or VC-backed? I am self-funded. We have been extremely blessed in the fact that up to this point, so we're about a quarter year old, actually, we're like, we're three months old. And in that quarter, we've already hit above our revenue goal. So we've made over 30k. We're not even done with this month yet for our first quarter of operation. But we've been able to scale our work from working with independent learners into small businesses. And now we're moving into enterprise corporations. And so we've got some really great things on the horizon that will be announced next month. But yeah, there's definitely some really awesome large partnerships that have 
pushed us to actually be launching a whole new product next month to serve greater needs. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's so exciting. And so how many people are on your team? Thus far, I've been a one-woman show, what? and if oh you know gosh. anything about solo entrepreneurship, it's <laughs> definitely been a circus. <laughs> yes. Oh Absolutely. my gosh. But in that regard, I have had a few hands from my alumni cohorts that have volunteered to support in different services from creating lists of grants for us to be applying to, to helping us build out our learning management system that we're launching next month. Because of people's experiences in the program, I have been extremely blessed in having extra hands support in the gap areas in this in-between spot before we're ready to start hiring a larger team, which will come after next month, after next product lunch. (laughs) And you mentioned the program. What is the program that you had mentioned about where you're getting the support and all that? Oh, yes. Okay. So um, Unpacking runs an anti-racist accelerator. And then we also run team trainings. And so what the accelerator looks like is individuals from across the country or across the world applying to join our cohort. And if they get in, they participate in a four session long experience where we have people from different regions, different industry backgrounds, just different walks of life and perspectives coming together, doing the curriculum together. And then on top of that, Our team trainings goes through the same curriculum, but instead of it being with strangers that become community, it's with your teams that you're working with every day. And this team building experience occurs through our intentional facilitation and also the fact that you're getting to talk about a subject that's not like directly work related. Like you're not doing like planning of product launch or whatever may be on your to-do list. You're getting to talk to your coworkers about like some of their life experiences and some of like the realities of the the worlds that they live in and how does that show up in the workplace? And that helps to define what that culture looks like moving forward. And so what inspired this company? Oh gosh. (laughs) I think there's been, there's been many points in my life that have led to unpacking coming to fruition now. Throughout my career, working with different organizations, such as Boys and Girls Clubs of America, working with Los Angeles Unified School District, I had seen up close and personal these vast disparities in how your zip code influences your access to resources and how your race influences your zip code, thus your access to different resources, right? And so I found different ways to incorporate learning about these topics into the different spaces that I belong to, whether it looked like doing an investigation on food deserts in Menlo Park around like the Palo Alto, East Palo Alto area. If you think about that up north in Silicon Valley, Palo Alto, Silicon Valley, 
Stanford. But if you look right across the 101, complete food desert. There isn't the same sort of like access to like healthy nutrition and all that jazz. I was able to do some like youth participatory action research projects to bring in the perspectives of the young people to go and educate the city council about the needs and the demands that needed to be met in order for them to feel like they were living in an equitable society. I then had opportunities to go into teaching pre-service teachers about learning about cultural competency before entering the classrooms and kind of check their own biases before they're going in to educate other students. If we fast forward to 2020, what we see is a global pandemic, national uprisings. And in my last two years of my life, I've been working on a separate startup and I've been going to school to complete my second master's degree in tech and in business. And I learned tons of business savvy skills. I learned about investment and in VC, I learned about the needs of a tech company, but also where I was finding my interest really drawn to was like, how are we also teaching companies about company culture and like the environments that they're creating in in these innovative spaces. And so when the uprisings hit, what I saw was an opportunity to use all of that information that I had collected over my years in education before I decided to like tap into tech to now create a company that combined both of these fields to serve the need that society was calling for right now. And so Unpacking was birthed with the urgency to meet a demand for people to learn about anti-racism. I saw that there was a gap in education to unlearn. And diverse equity inclusion was also not teaching the unlearning of anti-racism. And so Unpacking was birthed to address that need. Amazing. I mean, it's so needed, and especially in this time, the work you're doing is so important. So it's so awesome. I'm really excited that you're here and you're sharing about it because it's much needed. And the work that you're doing is, is really, really awesome. And so that's... That's great. And so I guess what resources do you recommend, especially maybe for new entrepreneurs or someone looking to start a company? Stick around. We'll be right back after the break. We would not be able to support and celebrate women in tech around the world if it weren't for you. Thank you so much for being a listener and a fan of the show. To contribute and donate, simply go to womenintech.fm on the upper right-hand side and click Donate, which empowers us to continue celebrating women in tech around the world. Thank you for being a part of our journey. What resources do you recommend, especially maybe for new entrepreneurs or someone looking to start a company? That's a great question. I went through an accelerator, Grid 110, which I loved. What was really awesome specifically about that accelerator was that there were like actionable steps to take in real time and not like theory or I don't know. I feel like sometimes we get like this like umbrella mentorship that's yeah it's like fluffy it's like not really doing anything like there were tangible there were critiques there was editing there was iteration there was ideation so like there was there was really informative learning that took place that pushed us to better develop how we 
saw the potential for what we were building and not just like thinking about what we have right here in front of us, but pushing our train of thought to be bigger, better, and bolder for the next iterations of what we're doing to hit a larger audience. I also would highly suggest that if they're in a university setting to tap into the resources on campus, check out the business schools and the tech schools, find out what sort of competitions they have on campus, what sorts of grants they have available on campus and be bold. Like if there is someone that's either in your industry or that is in maybe a different department on campus, find out where their office is, right? Set up a meeting, send them a cold email, like a closed mouth does not get fed. So if you are interested in something, you need to find the best people that is doing that work and you need to reach out to them and talk to them about what your vision is. But also you need to be prepared when you do have that that conversation. Don't go in there and be like, I just want to pick your brain. Like have something tangible. <laughs> yeah, that's like <laughs> the worst thing you can say on. to someone, right? Just want to pick your brain. Like, yeah, no. Right, number one rule. Not. Don't tell them you want to pick their brain. Have something concrete and some like actionable goals that you aim to get out of the conversation. It'll right. serve you both that's well. <laughs> very, yes, great advice. Absolutely. And uh, what's one of your favorite tech tools or mobile app or software, hardware, anything like that? Okay. I'm obsessed with Airtable. Airtable is my everything. I don't know if it's like I'm just like a data nerd or like what, but I love the fact that there is front facing and like back end facing like interfaces. So I can have a form and people can submit their information in a form so I can keep track of like applications. And then on the back end, like you do all this manipulation of the data and how I want it to be configured, how it's presented, like whether I want something to show up in a super cool, super interactive spreadsheet-like view, or if I want to switch that same data to look like a calendar or like a Gantt chart or look like what Trello may may be emulating. Like, it's just, I, I really appreciate it. The other one would be Zapier because of just connecting all apps and all things tech to one another is like so phenomenal and making sure I get immediate notifications when something is going on, like sending a memo to like my Slack or something. I just, I'm obsessed. Yeah. Work smarter, not harder, right? Automation. Yeah. Like if you were not <laughs> automating, you were doing it wrong. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Number <Amen>. one. <laughs> oh my God. A piece yeah. of advice is just automate everything. That also like leads into our next product launch for next month. So we've been doing live sessions as our trainings thus far. And what we are doing as of October for quarter two for us, we will be launching our on-demand content. So people will be able to tap into the curriculum and self-paced. It was asynchronous. They can go in and like work through the curriculum like on their own accord. And if they choose to, they can join a hybrid model, which has the on-demand content and and also provides live session trainings. But that on-demand component, like the fact that our curriculum will live in its own space online where anyone can tap into at any point whenever they want to means that one, we're now providing passive income in a new way for us where we're not chunking out time to provide a training. It's like training is happening whether we are involved with it or not through the online content. And then also it invites people to have 
kind of like their own autonomy over their learning, which is really excited. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's a lot of hybrid models that are happening. And also as far as, you know, learning and on-demand content, I mean, that that's huge. That's really exciting that that's the next phase for the product. Awesome. And so if you had one ask of the community, what would it be? We are here to serve you as an individual or you and your team for you to join. And so our ask is for you to recognize that now is the opportunity to do the work. And we have created a beautiful, intentionally designed curriculum um, to help you do that. So we'd love for you to visit us at unpacking.co and learn more about what our offerings are. Perfect. I love it. Transforming the system. (laughs) And so how can people connect with you? You mentioned the website, but what's the best way to get in touch with you? On social media, we are at unpacking underscore co. That's good for us on Instagram and on Twitter and on LinkedIn. It's uh, linkedin.com backslash company backslash unpacking. Awesome. Great. Well, Christina, thank you so much for joining us today. So awesome to have you. And I love the work that you're doing and so excited to see what the future holds for you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you having us. This is Rachel Espiritu, Director of Toolbox LA, Southern California's largest innovation lab. And you're listening to Women in Tech. Bye. Bye. This is Christina Ashley Williams, founder and CEO of Unpacking, the leading online education platform for anti-racism. We're coming to you from Tempe, Arizona, by way of Los Angeles. You're listening to Women in Tech. Hi, this is Arlen Hamilton, author of It's About Damn Time, How to Turn Being Underestimated into Your Greatest Advantage. And you're listening to We Are LA Tech. I feel so grateful I've had the privilege of getting an advanced copy of Arlen Hamilton's new book, It's About Dan Time. She is one of the most inspiring venture capitalists I've ever come across. Her story from having absolutely nothing and being completely broke to being one of the most influential venture capitalists in the world blows my mind. And her book is insanely well written. Right when I picked it up, I didn't want to put it down. She teaches me and us how to become the asset, how to be our best selves, and how to be a person that not only creates opportunity for ourselves, but creates an abundance of opportunity for others. I'm so proud to share her book with you. And I hope you'll pick it up. And I know for sure you'll be just as riveted as I was with each page you turned. Get It's About Damn Time at itsaboutdamntime.com. The Women in Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, With help from Janice Geronimo. Edited by Corey Jennings. Production and voiceover by Adam Carroll. Community spotlight coordination by Sarah Tran. And music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The Women in Tech podcast is a wearetech.fm production. Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener, go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes.